Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And I'm Adam. And we're on a mission to help you focus on Christ. Hey, welcome back, folks. And uh, we've got Adam McLaughlin here with us again. You know, our whole focus is to help you focus on Christ. And where does that begin? It begins with acknowledging Him and surrendering to Him. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We've invited Adam just to share with us his testimony of how Jesus became his best friend. Okay? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I grew up um, uh, in, in kind of the, the Lutheran faith and um, my my mom is a devout Christian who took me and my sister to to church every every Sunday, um, and you know at that point you know and I, I had gotten baptized when I was a when I was a baby, um, and you know when I was young you know I I kind of just still a baby still a baby I I, I kind of just you know went, went through the motions of of going to church and getting confirmed and things like that. Um, and like we had talked about in the in the last episode, you know, something kind of catastrophic had 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 happened to me that you know kind of had led me to Christ. And um, this was when I was, um, like I said, I I had went to college and and um, played four years of, of college football, and you know I. I didn't have the greatest greatest GPA, and uh, my goal was to get into to get into medical school. Um, wasn't the greatest test taker, and so my uh, my MCAT scores weren't the greatest. Um, and Grades don't necessarily matter, folks. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that Adam is brilliant, and he's an exceptional doctor. Okay, um, sorry, Adam. So, no, I, I appreciate that because um, after I'd say this story, no one's going to come to me. Um, but. Um, no, oh, and I had I had it had taken me a couple years. Um, you know, I had tried to build up my resume, and I had gone to uh, done a post back program down in uh, VCU in Virginia. Um, and I, you know, multiple years I was applying to all this United States medical schools, and I just kept getting it was just one failure after the other, and that's you know that was the path God wanted me to go to, because I think that's kind of what built that resilience in me and that fight to, 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 to keep going. And, you know, I took all those, those denials and those failures letters and I would, I would pin them up in my room. So that every single day, you know, it just gave me that drive and that motivation to, to kind of push myself a little bit harder. And, um, that's kind of what propelled me down into the, I went down to the Caribbean to get my medical degree. I was down there for, for two years and studied and, and, um, and then did two years of rotations in the States and, and matched and stuff like that. Um, but right before I had gone um, down to the Caribbean to go to, to, to medical school, um, I had lived in downtown Richmond with some friends. And, and unfortunately, there was one night um, we went out, you know, to the bar scene. And um, I unfortunately had a little bit too much to drink. And um, I had gotten behind a wheel of a car and, and, and unfortunately um, was... Um, um, got served with the uh, driving under the influence, and so that See, God was, was watching out for you even then. Yeah, because you didn't have an accident. Correct. You didn't get hurt. You yeah. didn't hurt anybody and else. That's the main thing is I didn't hear hurt anybody else. Yeah. I mean, you just actually there was just a story for, uh, from the NFL that um, one of the Raiders wide receivers was just in an accident and killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, I'm I'm so happy that that did not happen. But. I am blessed that this happened to me because it, 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 it showed me God's love again. And, um, 
And that almost prevented me from going down to the Caribbean and, and getting my medical degree and putting me down a, a different path. Um, but luckily, um, God's God's grace and God's mercy uh, allowed me to go down there to study. And that's that's when I, I, I found God. Um, there was a... Um, a friend down there, a friend down there that I met named Marshall, and he was in the army for a little bit, and he really opened up his story to me. And and um, down there on the, it's the island of Saba, um, we you know helped uh, form a form a church down there um, for for all the the people in 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 the medical school, and and one of the professors kind of uh, led, led that up, and actually he had purchased a big a big uh, um, uh, van that I would take. Um, on Sundays and pick everybody on the island. It was five square, you know, uh, square miles of the island. I would I would go around to the island and and um, and and pick pick up all all the students and and even some of the 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 locals that that lived there. And every Sunday we would we would we would go to church. Um, and, and you know the funny thing about it is we we'd always do offerings. And and it, and this was another miracle. Every single Sunday morning. Um, I would put on a different pair of shorts, or and mostly shorts because it was in the Caribbean. Um, I would find five bucks in my pocket every single. It didn't matter what it was, and I would always take that five dollars every single Sunday and, and put that in an offering plate. I just, I just thought that was so cool because I, I, I could swore that the day before I checked my pockets and there was nothing in there. So, um, and well, I if would, you stopped going to the bars, yeah. yeah. Then you had a lot correct. of extra money. Correct. 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 Yeah, except correct. that you're spending it all on medical school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The fact that you had any money in your pocket yeah. in medical school That's is true. a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> and and so and so down there with my friend and then the professor, um, that's when I just I saw God's love and and I got baptized again in the in the in the Caribbean waters and that just that just kind of propelled me um, to kind of who I am today. That was kind of the, my, the start of the start of my journey and, 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 the, and the perseverance and the, the suffering of medical school. Um, and so that just, and that just kind of snowballed my faith. You know, I think um, that's what started my morning, morning uh, Bible study with me and God, you know, every morning before class, I would get up, um, do a little bit of Bible studying and, and, and doing prayer and taking time for myself. And that's something I have continued and it's lengthened and it's just become more, more in depth and more spiritual. Um, you know, until now, I mean, I do it every single day. It starts my day off and I, and I recommend that to anybody, you know, you just, just to start your, your day off with, with, with the, the gospel, God's word, it just brings peace and, and calmness to you. And that, that, that's, that helps me throughout my day. Adam, I will tell you that we shared a little bit prior to beginning to record this. And I'm amazed. I'm amazed at where your faith has taken you. And that is beyond yourself to others. Uh, you have a burden, I feel, in your heart, not just to take the love of God and to kind of bask in it, but also to share his love. Uh, talk about that burden in your in your mind in your heart. Yeah, and it's something I've been I've been praying about a lot, um, and I'm just you know since I've you know I've gotten this diagnosis of of you know stage four lung cancer, um, I have always gone through my mind what what does how does God want me to profess His name? What 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 platform do I need to use? Um, and I want to do it in the right way as well too. And I. And at that point, you know, I'm trying to let my guard down and surrender and let God take control. You know, mm-hmm. let let the Holy Spirit work through me um, to get 
God's name out there through the through this through this diagnosis. And I think you know one one stepping stone is this is this podcast that we're doing. You know, I'm hoping hoping that we can reach some people um, out there. Um, and I think I have many different avenues that that God wants me to to take in order to continue to to, to profess His name. I, I don't know what that is yet, and I continue to pray in it, and it's kind of lying heavily on my heart. But I know He's going to steer me in the right direction, and that's when another thing that I'll just I'm going to let Him take control. And and when the opportunity presents myself, such as when John had texted me, then then, then take it and, and go with it, yeah. and and go with a full head of steam and and. And like I said, just let the let the words flow out of my mouth of the Holy Spirit. So that's it, it to me. Uh, one of the things that um, when you see your your limitations, and you see that uh, we are not in ourselves going to live forever on this earth, that um, how we share with others becomes very important. Uh, what are you leaving behind? Uh, who are you leaving behind whose life is different because you were a part of it or you were in it? Uh, how, how do you feel about that? Who who do you feel is your audience? Who can you share this with? Who are you focused on? Yeah, and I think, you know, I think it's easy to focus on people who are already Christ followers. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. I think the, the ones that are difficult um, are the ones that don't know Christ. Um, and that can be close friends and family that can mm. be, that can be enemies. Um, I have, and, and it's in front of my face every single day is my, my friends. I have a few friends who are, who are not, um, who are not Christ followers. And it's my, it's my, it's my responsibility to, to, to share the, the, the gospel with them. Um, you know, when I had found out my diagnosis, I had, um, Right away when we, I think it was about a week or two later after I found a diagnosis, um, I had friends um, that asked me to go to church with them after I kind of shared my story with them and stuff like that. And these are friends who have not been to church. They asked to go to church yeah, with correct. you. Correct. Yeah. Which is amazing. And, and my, my, you know, my, my wife, um, she may not have as much knowledge in, in, as the Bible and as I do. But I tell you what, she's a better disciple than I am. I mean, she goes out of her way to invite people to church and 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 share God's message. And 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 she's kind of been a, you know, a, someone that I look up to. And that's what you know. I it's not the little bit of knowledge that I have. I need to share it, and I need to go out there. I need to be. I need to be a better disciple. Um, and so, but like I said, I think the the uh, the easy ones to talk to are the are the Christ followers, but the ones who aren't. Um, that's who I need to, to, to share, you know, even if it means that, you know, I just bring one, you know, person to Christ and, and, and I get to see them in heaven and live in turn. Amen. 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 Then this, then this cancer, everything yeah. is a hundred percent worth it. If it's yeah. just for one, one, one soul. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I, um, have thought all along that sometimes we focus in on people we like, mm. you know, um, and sometimes the people that we don't like, uh, it's a little more difficult to really be really heartfelt concerned uh, for for the least of these. Um, the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. 
The Bible says do good to those who despitefully use you. The Bible says to love your enemies. Uh, The Bible even says that we're to love one another as Christ has loved us. And all of these things, I think, are impossible without the Spirit of God enabling us and empowering us uh, to to share uh, the message of salvation, the message of forgiveness, uh, the message of hope that we have in Christ. And I really sense it in you that you have a uh, an urgency uh, to tell, to share with others, especially those who don't know, don't have a relationship with Christ, what you found in him. And I think you have a powerful testimony. So uh, how, how do you uh, how do you do that? How do you um, not feel sorry for yourself and focus on others? It, to me, when when you hear these horrible things that happen, to people, uh, rather than focusing on others, they focus so much on themselves that they get depressed, discouraged. Yeah. How how do you do that? Yeah, I, and I think it's God's strength. Um, you know, you can sit there and sulk and and, and complain, and, and what does that do for me? Being mm. me being a physician, I see anxiety and depression every single day. Mm. I see it. it's the biggest complaint that that um, we see, and I and I refuse to go down mm. to go down that. Um, go down that route. Um, but just, I don't know, God has just put it on my heart and, and, uh, given me the strength that, you know, I just need to, I need to use this, um, to glorify his name. And like I said before, I, I don't know the exact way to do that, but he, he'll show me the Holy spirit will show me. Um, but I think I've always, you know, you use that term, urgency when I was in when I was in uh when I played uh, college football um a near and dear friend to me and he was my coach and, and my mentor um he was a big impact on my life was um, um Pedro Ruza and uh you know it, it was it was a sense of urgency you know every single day you woke up you know you needed to you needed to compete and you needed to make sure that you were you were out of bed and you were and you were working out um, and, and, and doing something to make yourself better while the, while the, the enemy or the opponent was sleeping, you know? Um, and so I, I just, I think that has been, he has ingrained that in me and I, and I always, you know, when I'm backed into a corner, I always, I always fight. And so, um, I, I, I feel that sense of urgency to fight. I also feel that sense of urgency to, 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 to get God's name out there, you know, before my, before my time is, before my time is done. Cause like you said, you know, any one of us can get in a car accident right. or, or, you know, in a week or two from now. And so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be ready when God comes to come, you know, when, when Jesus comes back down. Right. So. Right. You know, the thing that, uh, that I'm getting from what you're saying, Adam, is I need that sense of urgency. You know, um, we all need that sense of urgency. Um, every one of us is living in a temporal shell. You know, where our lives are like we're in jars of clay. Um, these are fragile, temporary, vulnerable, and we're all going to be subject to death and decay in this physical body. Um, the only difference is when. Um, and so we all need that sense of urgency um, to draw our friends, our family, our neighbors, our enemies, closer to Jesus. And Jesus is truly the example for us in this. We talked about this in our last episode when we 
quoted uh, Romans 5, 8. You know, God commends his love toward us in that while we were his enemies, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, if Jesus, God, if you can die for me when I'm completely at odds with you, when I am your enemy, surely I can find some grace inside myself to extend to others who I perceive as enemies. That, that's what I want to be able to do, and I want to be able to do that with a sense of urgency. Uh, and it's painful, and it's not without its consequences. Um, it, I was a James or, or Peter that said, uh, you haven't suffered yet to the point of bleeding. You haven't or, bled or, yet. You haven't <laughs> bled yet. You have, know, you, have you sweat drops of blood yet? <laughs> right. You know, um, I mean, Jesus went through that kind of suffering for us, you know, and he did it. Why? Because of the joy set before him. And, and Adam, I believe firmly that the reason why you are able to tackle this right now, to use your football analogy, like <laughs> the reason you're able to tackle it right now uh, is because you are experiencing God in that moment and you see the joy set before you, just like Jesus did. Um, and I know God's going to work through you and be a blessing to so many through this. Um, however, he works it out. Um, I tell you, John, I um, I just got I'm kind of something, a thought. I don't know if this is from God or not, but I was thinking this when you were saying it. There's days I'm sure that you don't feel well. I'm sure there's days that you feel that. And I'm sure there's days that are yet to come that you won't feel well. And uh, I think what I'm seeing in you, even in your football analogy, uh, your analogy of um, even when you don't feel well, even when it's raining, even when it's cold, even when I don't want to get out of bed, even when everything is discouraging, I don't give in to that thought. I don't give in to that weakness of the flesh that we will press on, uh, that we will press on to the high calling of God, which is as long as I'm here, no matter how I feel, I'm going to get up today and I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'll do my best for you, God. I'll give you everything I have, everything I am. You empower me and help me to do that. Uh, And I think that's how you become victorious on the playing field or in life as a Christian is that we uh, we play hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I know this it wouldn't be a popular thing to say, but I used to have a preacher that said, I like people that crawl in sick instead of calling in sick. Uh, the point is... As long as they're not contagious. Yeah, and I know that that wouldn't be popular today. If, if you're contagious, don't, 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 don't come crawl in sick. in sick. But I mean, I like people Spring that... Sprained ankle? Yeah, <laughs> Suck yeah, yeah. it up. No. That uh, when it rains... And uh, the car won't start, then you get on your bike and you ride in the rain to get to the place that, you know, you need you need to be to the glory of God and uh, to just keep pressing on. Uh, And the Bible talks about those kinds of things, you know, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Make every effort to make your calling and election sure 
forgetting what is behind, I press on to the high goal of Christ. There's effort in these things. Christianity is not a mamby-pamby religion. Uh, Christianity, Jesus pressed on Mm -hmm. as he walked up that hill of Calvary. He pressed on. He walked the whole way. And uh, I encourage you just to press on, to keep going, keep moving. And it's going to be amazing what God is going to do through you and through your story and through your family as you do that. And I encourage you all out there to do the same, to um, don't don't give up, don't give in. Uh, Keep going for God. Give your best. I agree. I want to share one little quick story, Adam, just because you said something that reminded me of this. You talked about your coach and saying, get up while the enemy is sleeping, you know. And we've talked about... um, my friend Matilde, who's passed on to glory, she's uh, in Haiti. Yeah, and Matilde grew up um, under this umbrella of voodoo, okay? And uh, she became a Christian at a, at a young age. Um, and she was there in Grand Guava at a time when you could still hear the voodoo drums at night. And um, and that city was was covered with just a sense of darkness. And she decided that she needed to get up in the morning before the enemy. And that is why she started her 4 a.m. prayers. And she would lead her team of prayer warriors and they would get up every morning at four o'clock in the morning and pray before, you know, before those drums would start for the next day kind of thing. Um, and I'm telling you, you go to her town now, you don't hear those drums anymore. So, I mean, that power of prayer, that power of surrender, that power of getting up before the enemy, uh, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Absolutely. Um, Folks, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us. Adam, thank you. Thank you. It's been been an honor. And I just, I want the Holy Spirit to work through your words, through your heart, not just what you've said here today, um, but the life that you're going to continue to live out for him. Um, We pray for you. We pray for Gal. We pray for your two boys, um, for your whole family, for your practice. I just, I want to do something a little different today, folks. We're going to close this thing out with a word of prayer um, for Adam and for his family. Okay. Um, So let's just do that right now. Jesus, we just thank you for being here, for welcoming us into your presence, for taking on all of our shame and our guilt all of our worries. Father, we surrender the things to you that would draw us away from you, that would bring us down and be a stumbling block to ourselves and to others. We pray especially right now for Adam, um, that your spirit would work in him and through him, that you would minister to others through him. And Father, I pray that you would heal him. You may have other plans And we will surrender to your plans. But dear God, my hope, my prayer is that you heal him 
I need my friend here. His wife needs him here. His boys and his mother and his father, they need him here. Please. We thank you for the power that you've given us through prayer. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We accept your will, Father, no matter what it is, whether you calm the storm or whether we ride it out, um, because we are surrendered to you and we are with you in it because you are with us. You give us the strength. You give us the courage. You give us the calm in the midst of the storm. And we thank you for that. Um, We pray for our listeners. God, I pray for those who are searching right now, those who are wandering and wandering and in doubt. Um, I pray that these words that we've spoken today, that they come through your spirit and that they would touch those lives. We just love you so much. We thank you. Thank you for being here in our midst and for letting us be part of your family. It's in the holy name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Folks, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for being a part of us. Um, If you've been moved by what Adam has shared, please share this with your friends. I know that you know someone who needs to hear about Jesus. Just send them a link. You don't even have to say anything. Send them a link and pray that they'd watch it. Pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to them through this. Um, Because this is not about us. It's not about my story, Adam's story, Jack's story, Mike's story. This is about the bigger story. This is about Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, the creator of you and me, the God who wants to live in us and through us and just be with us. Welcome him into your life. Invite your friends. Um, and you can reach out to us at connect at Jack and John podcast.com. We love you and thank you so much for being part of us. Have a great week.